0: The White House launched a task force this week giving coronavirus researchers access to the government's supercomputers. This task force brings together more than 300 petaflops of computing capacity, that's a lot, to run simulations that aid epidemiologists. The Energy Department is at the center of all of this, but that's only part of the agency's artificial intelligence portfolio. For what other AI challenges DOE is going after, Federal News Network's Jory Heckman spoke to the director of its AI technology office, Cheryl
1: Ingstad. How can we move AI tools to operational levels in the laboratories so that they're more easily accessible? And what does that mean structurally, team-wise, so that they can actually utilize these tools? So how do we make them more available? But then that's a great thing, right? You've got the tools available, but then you have to have the data. And that's where I'm a member of the Data Governance Board here at the Department of Energy. And I am looking forward to playing a very strong role in getting access to that data while maintaining the privacy and the security of that data.
0: How far along is the Energy Department in coming up with a comprehensive AI strategy for how it approaches these kinds of issues?
1: Yeah, well, that's what we're right in the middle of right now. So it's just perfect timing. So I I arrived and we're going through and developing that strategy right now. That's the exciting part is that we we get to build that for the future of this organization and for our country.
0: Looking at what other agencies have kind of worked on so far, we've seen a lot of AI principles, kind of an ethical framework more than anything else Mm -hmm. for, for how to approach this technology. Is that a piece of what you guys are working on? Is that majority of what you're working on? What other considerations might find its way into the strategy?
1: That will definitely be a part of our strategy. And I think that links back to data. You know, when I mentioned protecting the privacy and maintaining the security, is that's how to respect exactly what you're talking about, to treat the data in in an ethical manner. And as we utilize these AI tools, really monitor for bias and so forth. So those are things that we're going to work right into our strategy.
0: Once the AITO office was established, former Energy Secretary Perry announced the arrival of three new supercomputers to the agency, expressly with the purpose of helping with this AI mission. How have these supercomputers helped coordinate these AI projects that are already going on at the agency?
1: Well, I will actually get a briefing on all of that very soon, so I've requested that, and then that'll be part of my tour to down at, at Oak Ridge National Lab. So I'll be able to speak to that quite soon. But I just would say this, that AI can be used broadly and can enhance, you know, many aspects of the activities going on here at DOE, and they can also be used in combination with high-performance computing and with quantum. And so these are areas where there's overlap.
0: Going back to something you'd said early in the conversation about this also being kind of a national security mission as well. Do Mm -hmm. you see AI taking on a, a cybersecurity or national security element to the projects that the Energy Department is working on currently?
1: Yes, I do. So that's also when I said we're looking at what are the priority projects is cybersecurity is definitely one of them, and supporting our country and addressing adversarial AI is an, an area definitely where, where we could have potential. But there are really a number of areas that are of high importance for us to use AI for our, in DOE, and one area is transforming energy exploration and generation. So that's when you think about DOE and exploration and, and generation of power, grid optimization for sure. And in that area of grid optimization, also integrating the renewables into the grid. And then that leads to also improving environmental sustainability. So if we can make this all more efficient, we reduce emissions, and we can also have more precise drilling, for example.
0: Your your previous role at 3M, uh, working specifically on commercialization efforts of of AI and machine learning, there is um, an administration-wide push, really, lab-to-market the idea of taking breakthroughs in R&D from federal research agencies and labs and, and really incentivizing ways to commercialize that technology and those breakthroughs in the private sector. With that being said, is that a goal that really resonates with you in this office? And and if so, what steps would you be willing mm. to take to kind of advance that mission?
1: Well, I think that gets to yeah, uh, commercialization and then the the partnerships that we have. So the external partnerships that we have with academia partnerships with private sector that are really are really valuable because together we can bring quicker success to these kind of projects and and then commercialize those wins but I, I think, you know, with regard to to my background, you know, I started early in, in DOD with intelligence. And then you may know what a signal officer is, but signal officers manage all of the communications uh, infrastructure in, in the Army. So that's how I got into cyber is I had that kind of that dual background. And I was in the early information operations days with the DOD. And that's really exciting because back then cyber was – early days. And now these are the early days. This is the dawn of the AI age.
0: That's an interesting way to look at it, the dawn of the AI era. We've heard about certainly some of the challenges of, of standing up as technology, but what kind of opportunities do you see AI providing to the, the energy department?
1: AI is an emerging technology that I mean, it'll be as transformational to our daily lives as electricity was to American society 100 years ago. So I see that this is something that we have to prepare our society to accept, adopt, and, and reap the benefits of it.
0: As it pertains to the energy department's workforce, we hear a lot about these days from, from agencies about identifying the skills that they'll need from future generations and federal employees to work with these kinds of technologies. Are there any skill sets generally that you're able to identify that Department of Energy employees should really have to kind of wrestle with this emerging technology?
1: Yeah, you know, and I like the way you use the word wrestle. And, you know, another term we use is like wrangling with the data, for for example. Um, there is a little bit of that, right? we are actually already initiating exactly that dialogue with HR. So, yes, I think you're right. Uh, They've even identified that federal-wide, you know, they need to get to a place where they have codes for, like, say, data scientists and so forth. But one thing I'm convinced of is that It's not just about data scientists, but there's a a team effort to be able to bring AI tools to bear on on data, and that's multi-role. You need the scientific expertise, the scientists who are the subject matter experts. You need people who actually manage the data, curate the data, categorize the data. You need data scientists to apply those AI tools. And we need to upskill the workforce. And, and I, I'm excited about that because I, I think there are a lot of people right now in DOE who would love to have this training. And that's another conversation we've already initiated with HR is, is how we can lead that training effort. We're really starting at the beginning here of developing a curriculum.
0: Cheryl Ingstad, Director of the Energy Department's Artificial Intelligence and Technology Office, speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Stay up to date on your agency's latest response to coronavirus. Visit our special resource page at federalnewsnetwork.com.
1: As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month.